Free and Friends Talk Show, your destination for the best in social and political straight talk. And now, here's your host, Miss Tanya Free. Today is Wednesday, October the 3rd. Welcome to the Tanya Free and Friends Talk Show. I am Tanya Free, joined by my wonderful friends, Reverend Blanche Falk. How are you, friend? I'm doing very well. How are you? Oh, I'm doing good. Good to have you here. Thank you. Thank you and so also much. with us is Dolores Anderson. How are you, friend? I'm well. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you for being here. And also with us is Nathan Thomas. How are you, friend? Doing good. Happy to be back. Well, thank you. Thank you. And also always good to have uh, Uncle Mo here. How are you? I'm, I'm trying not to be troubled right now, but I'm... I'm <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna make it. I'm don't, gonna make don't, it. don't look at your phone. When you waiting for? What is it? Two fifteen? No, no. What no. you waiting for? No, no, no. <laughs> okay. Long, long day. You got a long way to go. Okay, okay. We're gonna make it. though. we're gonna make it. <laughs> and working behind the scenes is Noah Johnson, Sterling Goodnight, and Mr. Free. We want to welcome all of our listening friends from coast to coast for tuning into the show today. We hope that you would join the conversation. We want to hear what you have to say. Phone lines are open, 804-321-1010. Our toll-free number, 844-321-1010. Or you can text us at TanyaFree, 639-975, to weigh in on the conversation. Or if you want to listen to us on your mobile phone, you can dial 712-832-2784. Thanks to our friends at AMFM. 247 Network. Um, I was saying before we went on the air that I am on overload. Uh, I, I went to bed about 12 o'clock last night. They broke, New York Times broke the story with regards to the president's um, fortune or what he claims to be his fortune or whatever the case may be. Hmm. I don't want to talk about that today because I want to actually read the entire report. 
45 pages of it. Yeah, it's yeah, it, it, it it's is. It I, is. I posted it on my Facebook page, but I'm going to talk about it next week because I want to read the whole thing, go through it, and take it apart. Right. But I was, I've been tuning in to the Dr. Christine Blase Ford and um, Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh uh, situation since last week. I wasn't planning to watch the entire hearing, what? but I actually got glued to it, listening to her. <laughs> I watched it all. And watching him. Yeah. And I tell you, um, she was very credible. I believe that there, that there is something there with regards to what, what happened to her, and I believe that um, um, he, the, uh, what's his name, um, Mitch McConnell and them are trying to rush this thing through because I believe they know that is something there. Senator Grassley. He's, yeah, and Grassley. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. that's another story altogether. Um, did you all watch it? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, my office, um, which is a little strange, um, not having it on, especially mm -hmm. working in media, it was on, you know, the two TVs that right. we have all day long. But it's just a matter of paying attention to who was taking time out of their day Mm -hmm. to go into the employee lounge or sit at our front desk and actually pay attention to it. Right. Now, you know, in this day and age of corporate America, you have people from all walks of life. Correct. And since the Trump administration has been in place, it's been plenty of minorities sitting down in front of that TV mm -hmm. in our office watching and different things thing. going yes, on. Yes, and it should be. Right. But over when that hearing was going on last week, there were some Caucasian employees sitting down there watching. And then a couple of them had it at their desk paying attention to it. So this, to me, at least from my small circle of folks mm -hmm. in my work environment, this is something that is very serious to folks oh, yes. on both sides of the aisles and regardless of what street you walk down and where you come from, this is something that's truly impacting society overall out of all the madness that's been going on for the last 18 yes. months. This is real. Yes. Yeah, this, very, is, very this is real. real. This is the real very, one right here that's getting everybody's attention. I didn't even go to work when it came on. I stayed home. I said, you know what? No, I'm, I'm zero distractions. I'm glued. I'm like I'm going yeah. nowhere. That was, and I I agree with certain certain uh, people out of the, off the Republican Party. It was a circus. It was an absolute. I mean, it was like one monkey short of a three ring circus. <laughs> you needed clowns and cotton candy left. That was it. It was up and down. It was left and right. You had no idea where it was coming from. And everything that uh, Doctor Ford, I Doctor yeah, Ford, Dr. correct? Doctor mm -hmm. Blasey Ford said you you were just pulled in like. There's no way in the world that this could not have taken place. Did you She's see? just too clean. She's too clear. She the details were such a you can't you can't right. you, you, it's, I can't see how you make something up yeah. like that to me. Did you see the emotion on her husband's face behind her though? That's some something that me and one of my coworkers noticed was his face. He was like beat red in the face, yeah. like he was really hot. Like he was ready. He was ready. Like he was jump across the table to do something. And I was like, and the, look at it. Her, hus her husband. Her husband yeah. is but really you know, emotional. But you this. know what? I'm glad she you know? came prepared. That she did not allow them to rake her over the coals. That's what I thought was going to happen. She had her lawyers there. They jumped in when they needed to. When the when you know questions were asked, that they were trying to. Um, you know, like I said, would have raked her over the coals. I think one of the reasons, too, that it didn't happen was the fact that the Republicans had hired a, an attorney or a prosecutor to ask the question. That was clearly for optics. That was clearly for optics. And it worked to their benefit. But the, it had no, to happen. I think, I think it backfired. 
it backfired on her because had they been able to question her and rake her over the coals. If you notice um, Grassley's opening, uh, Senator Feinstein had to go back and introduce her. Right. And I think a lot of the things he said when he opened was irrelevant. It was irrelevant. He's and very brash. He is. And he, he comes off don't. He comes off as the... Well, we, I don't want to no, he, he he needs to retire. He he, he needs. He, everybody has a season, the grump, the and grumpy, I think his season his season man, has yeah, come and gone. The I mean, grumpy old man ladies, who he came in as. Ladies, what do you all think? So I didn't get to see all of the entire um, uh, session. Right, I came in on the tail end later in the day. I think I, I and so, but I, let me say one thing. I'm glad the 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 gentleman here, and I'm sure many other men out there got a chance to do that and, and, and wanted to, to see it and listen to it. I, you know, we keep hearing about women all over the country wanting to tune in, that mm -hmm. we have a vested interest as these cases keep coming up into the forefront, you know, of, of what's going on in today's society. So kudos to you guys for for wanting to, to hear not just her testimony, but the entirety mm -hmm. of, of what was going on, what the um, what the judge wanted, you know, to say, and what his um, his defense was going to be, um, and and so while we really don't still know today what the total outcome is going to be, I do I do believe she was credible. Um, uh, we have to applaud her for wanting to come public. It couldn't have been easy, right? Of course um, not. Yeah. Anytime you're going to air, you know, trauma. Um, before a nation uh, yes. and on live television, yeah. and to be um, as stoic as she was, um, I, I think then you compare that to how he suddenly decided to just, in my opinion, go off the deep end there halfway through his <laughs> testimony. It tells you a lot about a sitting judge. Yeah, a sitting federal judge. A sitting he, federal judge. He opens his his his, his opening statement was just that, as that aggressive be, as it could have been. Oh yeah. yeah, that should be concerning to all folks. Oh no question. This is a sitting federal judge who hears cases every day. Yeah, and so this is what we confront when we get caught up in the criminal justice system, right? You right. never know who you're standing you before. True. You don't know who you're talking. You don't, so know who's, you don't know who's, who's deciding your fate. What yeah. what you don't know, what, you don't know this person. Right, what our inherent biases are. Yeah. But I think we have a glimpse of, of what um, you can make of what some of our judges are made up of. Just he just went off. He really did. And yeah, he, showed he lost it. He completely really off the rails. He showed his true off colors. He showed for that split moment there. He showed his true colors. Oh, I I, I'm, I got a video I want to show where he really showed his true colors. You you want you want to <laughs> oh, add? No, no, I'll wait for the video. Yeah, let's let's show this. I think this to me was the deciding factor right here. You have clearly and unequivocally denied that you assaulted Dr. Ford. With that statement, you must believe that there is no credible evidence or any credible witness that could prove otherwise. You started off with an impassioned statement at the beginning, and I can imagine, try to imagine, what you have been through or your family's been through, and I'm sure I wouldn't get close to it. But it was an impassioned... No, you wouldn't. I'm sure I wouldn't. It's an impassioned statement. And in the course of it, you said, I welcome any kind of investigation. I quote you. I welcome any kind of investigation. I've got a suggestion for you. Right now, 
turn to your left in the front row to Don McGahn, counsel to President Donald Trump. Ask him to suspend this hearing and nomination process until the FBI completes its investigation of the charges made by Dr. Ford and others and goes to bring the witnesses forward and provides that information to this hearing. I'm sure that the chairman at that point will understand that that is a reasonable request to finally put to rest these charges if they are false or to prove them if they are not. You spent two years in the White House office that approved judicial nominees. You turned to the FBI over and over and over again for their work. Let's bring them in here and now. Turn to Don McGahn and tell him it's time to get this done. An FBI investigation is the only way to answer some of these questions. Stop the, stop the clock. <laughs> uh, this committee is, is running this hearing. Not the White House, not Don McGahn, not even you as a nominee. Uh, we're, we are here today because Dr. Ford asked for an opportunity here. I know you did too as well. In fact, maybe even before she did. We're here because people wanted to be heard from charges that they all thought were unfair or activities like sexual assault was unfair. So I want to assure Senator Durbin, regardless of what you say to Senator Don McGahn, we're not suspending this hearing. Proceed to answer the question, or whatever, or if the gentleman... Uh, I'll just say this. If you, Judge Kavanaugh, turn to Don McGahn and to this committee and say, for the sake of my reputation, my family name, and to get to the bottom of the truth of this, I am not going to be an obstacle to an FBI investigation. I would hope that all the members of the committee would join me in saying, we're going to abide by your wish wishes, and we will have that investigation. I, I welcome whatever the committee wants to do, because I'm telling the truth. I want to know what you want to do. I, I'm telling the truth. I want to know what you want to do, Judge. I'm innocent. I'm innocent of this charge. Then you're prepared for an FBI investigation? They don't reach conclusions. You reach the conclusions, No, Senator. but they do investigate questions. I'm, I'm and innocent. And you can't have it both ways, Judge. You can't say here at the beginning, I wanted a hearing. moment, Look, I welcome thing, any kind of investigation. This thing was sprung on me. This. this thing was sprung at the last minute after being held by staff. You know, Judge, and I called for no I called for a to, hearing immediately. If there is no truth to her charges, the FBI investigation will show that. Are you afraid that they might not? No. Come on, Jay. The FBI does not reach. You know, you know this is. You know that's a phony well, question because the FBI doesn't reach conclusions. So let, they just go. provide the 302s. The 302s, so I can explain to people who don't know what that is. What? They just go and do what you're doing. Yeah. Ask questions and then type up a report. They don't reach the bottom this line. Morning, uh, this you, morning, I asked Dr. Ford. I asked her about this incident where she ran into Mark Judge at Safeway, and she said, "Sure, I remember it. Six or eight weeks after this occurrence." Well, someone at the Washington Post went in and took a look at Mr. Judge's book and has been able to, the run that he wrote about his addiction and his uh, alcoholism. And they have narrowed it down what they think was a period of time, six or eight weeks after the event. And he would have been working at the Safeway at that point. So the point I'm getting to is we at least can connect some dots here and get some information. Why would you resist that There's kind of dots. investigation? Why would you resist that kind of investigation? Sir, I... I welcome 
I wanted the hearing last week. I'm asking about the FBI investigation. The committee figures out how to ask the questions. I'll do whatever. I've been on the phone multiple times with committee counsel. I'll talk to Judge Kavanaugh. Will you support an FBI investigation right now? I, I will do whatever the committee wants to. Personally, do you think that's the best thing for us to do? You want to answer? Look, Senator, I've, I've, I've said I wanted a hearing, and I'd said I was welcome anything. I'm innocent. This thing was held, held when it could have been presented in the ordinary way. It could have been held and handled confidentially at first, which was what Dr. Ford's wishes were, as I understand it, and wouldn't have caused this like destroyed my family like this this effort has. I think an FBI investigation will help all of us on both sides of the issue. No comment. I'm not going to even respond. <laughs> but back to what we were just listening to. When that happened, I was already convinced that there was something there. Because if there wasn't, then automatically he should have said yes. You know, we can do an FBI check. I'm innocent, no problem, I have nothing to hide. And Senator Grassley didn't need to jump in there, as far as I'm concerned, for any reason. And he knew he was in trouble. That's the only reason why, in my that opinion, a, that exactly he jumped it. in there. That's yeah. exactly it. Yeah. There's definitely, whether it's this specific accusation, there is something that he does not want the general public to know. Exactly. It's, it's pretty simple. Exactly. Yeah. And especially since they are being able to, the, the, the little FBI investigate, limited, I should say, investigation that they have allowed and the things that are coming up, a bar fight that reportedly he started. Yeah. You know, my Sloppy question is this. Bar fight. If, they, if the FBI investigated him six times, why didn't that come up at that point? Why did that show? I mean, that they had record of him, what, I guess, was he... He got charged with a misdemeanor for it. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Why didn't the FBI record show that the first six times or somewhere and then the first six times they well, investigated it, go, him? it goes back to from the beginning. First and foremost, as far as, yes, they supplied Congress with tons and tons of documentation on his background, which probably was greater than what other uh, nominated justices had have had um, basically uh, given out to the Congress, mm -hmm. but it was still on a limited scope. So you see from the beginning right there, there's been a lot of info suppressed that hasn't been shared about this Obviously. man's background. A lot right. of so to get to this point, right. it's not a surprise. I mean, right. at the end that's of the a, day, that's a very good point. You, if we look at it from that level to the everyday working Joe that's walking down the street, this is the prime example of there's two different Americas that we live in. Right. That's, two that's, you're Americas. right on point. You at are least, right at on point. Least two at least two different ones. Yeah. yeah at least. Yeah. At least at two least. different yeah. ones. Yeah. At exactly. Least. Yeah. Well, look, today's praise break is I Need You Now. Um, I Need You to Survive by Hezekiah Walker, sponsored by the Metropolitan Day School with Eagle Soar.
professional. This is how people describe Waterfall Salon and Massage Med Spa, offering a variety of massages including four-handed synchronized sports and soothing relaxation. Facials, microblading, teeth whitening, and fabulous eyelash extensions are done by their highly qualified staff. Book your services today on Facebook or call 804-644-4002. That's 644-4002. Waterfall Salon and Massage Med Spa.com. change in the 7th District schools. My name is Bryce Robertson and I want to bring greater inclusiveness, access and support to our school district. On November 6th, elect me as your next school board representative. Our children, parents and teachers deserve more from our leadership. My name is Bryce Robertson and I paid for and approved this message. Put your business on the map for a lot less than you might think with Freedom Marketing. Text the word ADVERTISE to 63975 or give them a call at 844-321-1010. That's Freedom Marketing, 844-321-1010.
Join the conversation. Phone lines are open right now at area code 804-321-1010 in Central Virginia at 844-321-1010, coast to coast. It's really great to see everybody on this beautiful, beautiful day in Washington, D.C. Okay, question? Yeah, go ahead. Sure. She's shocked that I picked her. No. She's like in a state of shock. I'm not thinking, Mr. That's President. That's okay. I know you're not thinking. You never do. I'm sorry? No, go ahead. Go ahead. In a tweet this weekend, Mr. President, you said that it's incorrect to say you're limiting the scope of the FBI investigation. What does that have to do with trade? I don't mind answering the question, but, you know, I'd like to do the trade It has to do with the other headline in the news, which is the Kavanaugh nomination. I know, but how about talking about trade, and then we'll get to that. We'll do it later. Do you think the trade— Anybody have a trade? Do you think your trade deal will pass through Congress, sir? Uh, I think so, but, you know, if it doesn't, we have lots of other alternatives. But I do think so. I think if they're fair, which is a big question, but if it's fair on both sides, the Republicans love it. Uh, industry loves it. Our country loves it. Uh, if it's fair, it will pass. I think it'll pass easily, really easily, because it's a great deal. Okay, let's go. Come on. You want to, I guess, get off trade. I don't know. You, people you. are falling asleep with trade. I think it's, the, to me, it's the most exciting thing you can talk about, right, Joni? Right? All right, let's go. Come on. Thank you, Mr. President. In a tweet this weekend, you said it's incorrect to say that you're limiting the scope of the FBI investigation into Judge Kavanaugh. But your own statement on Friday made it very clear. You said this investigation must be limited in scope. So which is it? Well, no, I didn't say anything on Friday. What I said is, let the Senate decide whatever they want to do is okay with me. And also the FBI. I think the FBI should do what they have to do to get to the answer. At the same time, just so we all understand, this is our seventh investigation of a man who has really you know, you look at his life until this happened. What a, what a change he's gone through. What his family's gone through. The trauma for a man that's never had any accusation, any — he's never had a bad statement about him. He's led — I mean, I think he was number one in his class at Yale. He was number one in his law school at Yale. And then what he's gone through over the last three weeks is incredible. So. Uh, I want the FBI — this is now their seventh investigation. So it's not like they're, you know, just starting. 
Uh, I want them to do a very comprehensive uh, investigation, whatever that means according to the senators and the Republicans and the Republican majority. I want them to do that. Well, uh, we all know <laughs> that um, reading, um, I listened to reports this morning, and the FBI may be finished their investigation as soon as today. And we were talking during a break as to why um, the FBI did not um, catch a lot of the things that are coming out with regards to Kavanaugh, um, the bar fight, the, um, what was it, something else they, they were reading with regards to. Um, oh, the, the letter. The letter, yeah. right. How mm -hmm. come all of that did not come out when they did one of the, one of the six um, you know, investigations on, on him? It probably was there. It just hasn't been released because, as we've seen from the beginning, before all this came out, there was speculation that um, you know the Republicans and um, basically the committee were holding back on information that should have been pertinent right. in you know making the decision to bring him in as the next uh, Supreme Court justice. I think they were just basically going through the motions when um, they agreed to do this particular um, investigation for the mere fact that we won't get to see the report, we don't know what's in it, so what's the purpose? Right. I mean, also, you know, to, to his credit, it, Kavanaugh is one of the more qualified individuals that you could have picked. But does he, he, does, does he, after seeing what you watched last week, well, I'm not, does he I'm, have the I'm temperament? Not, well, no, I, I'm, I'm not looking at his, uh, the social side or his behavior, I'm just talking about on paper what this guy is, what he's done, where he's been, yada, yada, yada. He's, that resume is going to be at the top of the stack or very close to. Now, when you dig into his personal life, uh, his social behaviors, uh, he may have chosen the exact wrong person for it. And that's what the, the benefit of an investigation is, is supposed to do. Uh, the FBI, they could have simply just missed something. That's a possibility. They could have willfully ignored certain things because you know, the president has his guy that's supposed to be an unbiased uh, this, organization. This, this is but, the guy. But this things happen. But these thing, any number of things could have taken place to take this, you know, get this thing derailed, to put that train in the station that Donald Trump wants it in. Well, he clearly wants him there no matter what. Unless, unless there's the smoking gun there, Kavanaugh, in my opinion, is going to go in the same category as Trump saying, but he can shoot somebody broad daylight on Fifth Avenue. He is. And he would, in my and he opinion. Still get, he, I think he's putting Kevin all underneath the same umbrella. Unless you got this guy with a gun in his hand, blood on his shoes, uh, hey, it's gonna. It's, this action was right fit. at was right out of the Trump playbook. I yeah, mean, last this week. This is gonna be a tough fit. That's exactly sure what I saw last week. And then when he had the nerve to flip the question back on one of the senators, have that you was ever hostile? Oh, that was hostile. <laughs> oh my God! I, I, I honestly had to move away from my TV. I was like. What? Stuff just came to my mind. Can you imagine if someone you you are questioning, interviewing someone, and then they turn it turn the question back on you? Well, 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 well think. Oh, good, 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 good. You've been quiet, so I'm like, good. We've been, we've been talking. <laughs> no, um, everybody's opinion is is very important. I think that's why we have these friends here. I just wanted to say when you listen to exactly what he said about, oh, you know what the FBI investigation is going to be. You're, you're trying to pigeonhole me. This is a man who is sitting on the other side of the bench. Yes. This is not where he's comfortable. He knows, as you stated, 
I have the training, I have the paper, I have the credentials, I have the years of experience to sit on this side and judge your life and judge your snapshot because that's what happens every time an American, black or white, goes in front of the judge. You've caught that person in a snapshot. That's not their entire life. Right. Their, that, that moment may be a culmination of many decisions that they've made over their entire life, but at that moment, that's not everything that they are. They're also parents, their sisters, their brothers, their employees, their entrepreneurs. But when you catch them at that moment, that's exactly what's happening to him. Mm-hmm. I think one of the reasons, and I'm not saying that this is a bad thing, I think one of the reasons that the, um, the glare has been so bright is because of Trump. Oh, yeah. People were like, whoever you bring, you can bring the Pope. I'm going to grill. I'm going to dig. I'm going to find. I'm going to look at how they're different. Yeah, that's another conversation for another day. We're not going there. I'm going there. We ain't going there. We are not going there. Let's let's take a minute. I would not mind grilling the Pope over them Catholic priests. I tell you the truth. There it is. I'm just saying that you know, at at this moment in in time, look at how very different this is with Anita than it was when Anita Hill was in the same position. Mm-hmm. When she came and she had her statements that she made mm-hmm. about. The question is, have we grown since then, since 91? Very little. Clarence but, Thomas if, got if in. Any, if any yeah. at all. We, but we're living in a let's, different different day and a different time yeah, now. So me too. Let's look at me too Thomas got in. Some, and, and, some, some and, things have changed, but some things haven't well, changed. Well, look, look at the men yeah. that were sitting on that panel. Some of them were, were on that panel when Anita Hill mm-hmm. was so before. I'm so glad you said yeah. that. We have this, this uh, snapshot in society now. You know, the elderly people where... It's kind of like, you're really too old to drive, but I can't take your car keys away. You have to sort of relinquish them. That's where we are. Yeah. That's how we ended up with this group. Do these people represent well, taxation without representation? Do these people really well, represent the Think people? about this. The piece that we just showed, you know, all white men, the, uh, the piece where Trump was talking to, the, real rude to the reporter, behind him were all white men. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the same thing. I mean, and, you know, no women, mm-hmm. African-Americans. We, we, we have got to show up in November, the midterms. It must got to. I, got to. I mean, you got to go pray. there that, like, they were giving you a million dollars. You were going in to collect. I pray that we show up. But to show up at the polls and not be informed. True, you're right. To show up, absolutely to show right. Up on the on on the ballot, and you are not prepared to sacrifice to say, guess what? I've done some things wrong. Right. I don't know it all. I need the collaborative effort of this village. That's where we are now. It it really cannot be just a black and white thing anymore. I don't want a uh, Kirkpatrick up there. The guy from Chicago. Does anybody recall? Right. Mm-hmm. I, I, oh, yeah. what about Kwame yeah. Kilpatrick? Yes. That, that, that was Detroit, wasn't it? Or was it Chicago? It was Detroit. Detroit. He was Detroit. 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 He's sitting on ice right now. Yeah, Rahm Emanuel was Right. He's sitting on ice right now. He got away with it and had to come back again. What was he doing? Again, the morals. You're right. People who care. You are right. You are absolutely. I want to we be represented by people who 
you're right. I agree with you 100%. And the thing is, that one of the reasons why I keep bringing up how this FBI investigation was limited for the mere fact that they are just, this was a smoking gun for women because, you know, the midterms are coming up yes. and they had to do something to try to make this look like, okay, we went the extra mile, but they really didn't. And you, I hope that women, men are not misled thinking that they did everything possible to get to the bottom of this to actually get to the truth. Because in my opinion, they have not. I mean, especially when you have not interviewed Dr. Ford and you have folks that, and, and uh, the nominee, um, Kavanaugh, and you got folks that are calling the FBI to be interviewed or want to give information, and the FBI has not or, or cannot yeah. because of the president making it limited as to what they can and cannot do. And that's, and that's the sad part. The information, like you said, they get a snippet of what a, uh, a particular news report is, and they think, oh, they re no, they didn't. No, so no. They are not doing a full so, investigation. So which, one of these, so which one of the two was going to jail? Because they, they, the entire time they kept mentioning the fact that the testimonies are under the penalty of felony. And you can't have it both ways. That is to say that both individuals, Blasey Ford and Kavanaugh, are both telling the truth. Nobody that is not no. accurate. No, no the, the question no. is whether or not, the, the question I, is this. Let's see what happens. No, this I, is the, the, I, I still feel that the information that they're coming up with now, mm -hmm. they already had it. It's just a matter of what did they decide to release. Right. Because, once again, you go back You're to right. the FBI doing its job. You go back to what Kavanaugh was saying. It's the 302s. The FBI writes a report. Right. Then it's Who's up to Bart? the Senate to so do what? Kavanaugh that came up. Who was so Bart? He's Bart. Bart. All this stuff. Seen Ford lied. All this stuff. No, no, no. No, uh-uh. No, it has it, nothing to do with her lying. No all two, of this information no two, no, was probably you saying in what? You're saying she lied there's what? Not, there's not a two-way street. No. From, from my, from, and I, I'm not, not, I'm yeah, not It's not, not a two-way street for the average everyday person. Right. Okay. What? Off, 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 off air, we said that there's two different Americas. All right? Yeah. yeah. This right, is yeah. the other America. Okay? That we're talking yeah. about. Okay. All this right. information, I'm quite certain, was gathered by the FBI, put in a report, and then it was decided by Congress and the president Keep on what quiet. they would share and what they wouldn't right. share. If we go back to looking, come on, it's from I the I agree with you, Nathan. Go I back agree to, with Go back to Flynn. And all, and all they did was Obama pull, told, pull uh, told, told Trump, you don't need to have Flynn as a national security advisor. They yeah. told him. He's he acted like he didn't do. know anything about it. I'm going to do what I want to so, do. Right. All, right. And all of this information, I'm quite certain. Somebody said, We're hey, We're going to take president. a break and be right back. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. That's yeah. exactly. And
free. Is your business in need of a cash infusion to help your business grow? Been told no by the banks? If you've been in business at least a year and have $10,000 in gross monthly revenue, give our friend Anthony Gibson at Fast Advance Funding a chance to say yes based on the strength of your business, not your credit history. Give Anthony a call at 215-642-0686. That's Anthony Gibson, Fast Advance Funding, 215-642-0686. The New Orleans Talk Network, now on your mobile device, on your computer, in your ear, and interactive. It's new, it's innovative, and it's on your mobile device, Android, iPhone, iPad, and on your computer. Take us wherever you go, because we're interactive. 504-341-TALK. That's 504-341-8255. This is Tanya Free, inviting you to check out the Tanya Free and Friends talk show, your destination for the best in social and political straight talk, here coast to coast on the AM-FM 247 radio network and the AM-FM 247 television network. Join the conversation. The Tanya Free and Friends talk show, Wednesdays. Central Virginia at 844-321-1010, coast to coast. Thirty-six years ago, this happened. I had one beer, right? I had one beer. Well, do you think it was... Nope, it was one beer. Oh, good. 
How did you get home? I don't remember. How'd you get there? I don't remember. Where is the place? I don't remember. How many years ago was it? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. What neighborhood was it in? I don't know. Where's the house? I don't know. Upstairs, downstairs, where was it? I don't know. But I had one beer. That's the only thing I remember. That was 45 <laughs> at a rally last night in Mississippi, mocking Dr. Christine Blasey Ford. How disgusting. I, I, I just can't even comprehend as to why a president and the crowd of the United cheered. States and the crowd would cheered mock, for make mock or make fun of someone who has gone through something like this. I, don't, I, can't, I still cannot comprehend that. They we cheered for him when he it's had not, It's not a surprise. I mean... I mean, to, it, right now, at this point, I would there's nothing that should you. surprise you. You should almost be numb to the words that comes out of his mouth. You really, I mean, it's to that point. I mean, this goes back to as we, when we were off the air and we were sharing with Reverend Falk, the one word that she had said while we are off the air was morals. And there are no longer morals in politics, and especially with Donald J. Trump as your president. Moral compass does not exist. No, let's just say president don't have to it say doesn't. It album. doesn't. It doesn't exist. <laughs> and here's the thing. Here's the thing because we have to still at the same time keep some morals ourselves, and, and, and at the same time respecting office. You say his name doesn't mean that you are happy about what he does. Right. Okay, fine. Exactly. But we can always come right behind saying his full name and saying President Trump and say this man lacks all moral compass. Period. And everyone surrounding him are following suit, including his constituents in Mississippi at that rally that were cheering for that. Oh crowd. yeah. I mean, it's just wrong. First and foremost, that's just wrong. Remember, and for those folks going with him, they're going down the wrong path as well. But there was nothing funny about it. They, it, it just, I'm not even sure his constituents at this point are listening. You know, it's like he's a They don't show. comprehend. Right. They have exactly. no idea. He can, what, uh, they can be, he, he can be speaking in a foreign language and they would right. cheer have, have and, ca and calling them some sort of, you know, outrageous name or calling them what they are. And they would not understand. <laughs> I, I, I think that they, they just have no, Mississippi. No, no, no clue I, I as to who he is and what he is. I spoke on another show about how we're being primed for this. Look at shows like Big Brother. Mm -hmm. Look yeah. at shows like, you know, we're going to trick you. We're going to, you know, con uh, congregate over here and we're going to lie to get you off the island or out the house. We are being taught to behave in this manner because we see it as entertainment. I don't watch that stuff. That's why I, I don't do. either. I, don't yeah. I was going to say, there are lots of people who You're do right. not, but there are lots of people who do. They are our bus drivers, our Uber drivers, You're our right. school teachers. They are the ones who have their I think it's called the brainwash. Yes. Bingo. So I, That's it, exactly it's, what it's, it is. This is the repercussions of Willie Lynch and the white national agenda. Dumbing down it was supposed to. It was supposed to keep people enslaved whether physically or mentally, for 300 years, math never changes. Yes. Two plus two is always two. It's not going to be five. Two plus two is going to be four. Not going to be five, not going to be six. The math is there. And this is a prime example of the white national agenda on how to divide and conquer people. Oh. Okay? This is yeah. the prime example of it modern day. Yes. The well, battlefield you know, in our minds, yeah. that battlefield in our minds, 
We are what we think we are. We are what we believe we are. If someone tells you that you're a high school graduate and yet you have a piece of paper that says that you are, yet you cannot even read the piece of paper. Yeah. And for the for the, for, yeah. the, for the for the yes. for Trump's constituency in Mississippi, here's the thing: as a country, the majority of us have way more in common than we don't have in common. But we have, just like you're saying, being blinded on something that has been placed in front of you mm -hmm. and not realizing your own reality, mm -hmm. they're going back to saying, okay, well, I may be poor as I don't know what and not have a window to throw this pot of you-know-what out of. Mm -hmm. But you know what? I ain't as bad as them slaves over there. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay? Yes. I'm a step above them. And I'm going to keep on standing here and being proud to be this individual. No matter what this keep I'm serving being told what's happening. This 1% above me that's garnering all of the funds and revenue in this country <laughs> and look down at y'all folks, but we all in the same boat. Mm -hmm. And that, woo, yeah, that's, uh, that's those folks that right. are cheering for them. And, so and, 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 and just like we can talk about black society and African Americans, you know, being our worst enemy, they're their worst enemy too. Yeah. You're right. They're You're their worst enemy too. Because they continually right. vote against their interests. Right. And and because like they said, continually vote against their interests. They don't they, do. they have no real idea of the scope. Yeah. And to be honest with you, the majority of our people, we're not well informed of what's going on. Nobody nobody's well informed. Some people got deep pockets in, in certain areas, some others. Some people but you got short arms, and a lot of our people have short arms and deep pockets. You can't and, get to the bottom of nothing. I'm telling you, a lot so, of other people have the same thing. Oh, yeah. I'm that's, agree. that's why you have those masses of those folks supporting him because right. they're looking for something to identify with, they're looking for something to lead them. Somebody speak to me. Yeah. Whether you're working for me, doesn't make a difference. And but you're speaking to me, I'll support you. And then when the and door closes, well, leave that no, let me, let me, like you I'm said, sorry. being well informed. And the questions that we were talking earlier about how we were tuned in to the hearings on last week. But the person that is is swinging from paycheck to paycheck, trying to make it, how many of them are act were actually tuned yeah. in and know what is going on and how important if you feel it this impact, confirmation? You're not going to go that Well, far. how important this this um, confirmation if Kavanaugh is confirmed right. because he's he is focused on rolling back Roe versus Wade yep. and we further action. That's how yep. important this this confirmation is and how we need to pay attention to things like this and call our uh, congressman and like like the woman um, that um, cornered uh, Flake in the elevator mm. last week and that is probably the only reason why the FBI investigation you know came about because those two women she gave Jeff Flake the business in that Yeah, and we need to do that to all our congressmen. We, they need we to be really called, do. they need to be called on the carpet for their, their service record. Mm -hmm. You need to be called on the carpet for what you're voting for. But we don't once you once you get informed of what the issues really are and how the people who are that you've put in office where you live in your district well, or in your state, when you find out what their voting record is, we can, we have to call these people up. Well, you have that's to be what Reverend Falk said. We go to the polls and yes. we vote for somebody out of habit, not knowing what their right. record is. Right. And I'm like this. I don't care if it's Republican or Democrat. we got to hold everybody accountable. Because there are a lot of, of um, Democratic um, offices that are up this coming midterm that are in jeopardy. And I and I applaud the folks that are like, okay, you done been there and they need we need to change. We need to change across the board. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I just feel that because for me, I think the the Democrats are not as 
um, aggressive or progressive, how whatever you want to call it, because the the Republicans they they are playing a game that no matter what they can get as low as low can go. And they go, yeah. Um, that, that's that's you're really on a slippery slope though, because um, Eric Holder was on. Um, you be yeah. I was thinking, I watched night, it last night. Yeah, and. He was saying some of the things that you're saying as far as Democrats needing to be tough and fighting back. And I think, yes, Democrats do need to really stand up and fight back. But like I said, you're on, you're on a slippery slope. You're on a fine line of fighting back for what's right or fighting back to the point of having the other side then justify carrying their rhetoric to an even higher, the nth, yeah, to the higher nth, level yeah. of, of, well, of madness. Like, like, you know, um, Michelle Obama would say, when they go low, we go high, and we could go even higher. Mm -hmm. And we need someone well, of from, that caliber. Yeah, but I think we need Holden someone of, of, night, of I didn't that. get the higher part. Well, <laughs> well that's said, what I'm saying. I, said, I know Donnie. Well, said, right. I know Donnie Trump. Yeah, yeah. He said, well, I that's what I'm saying. We need somebody of a Michelle Obama caliber, in my opinion. I really, really do, because some of the folks that I'm hearing that may throw their, you know, their hat in the ring, I'm not excited about Elizabeth Warren, in my opinion, may have been before, but if we are talking about a Donald Trump in 2020, we got to come with somebody that has some firepower. Eric, Eric Holder mentioned it last night as well. Well, look, he said like he's, I said, he's, he's undecided. We need somebody with know. some firepower. And, and I, it, like I said, I, I know Michelle Obama's not going to run, but we need somebody with, her. to me, one thing about Michelle Obama, I almost like her better than I like, you know, President Obama. For to me, when he was, you know, being, when she was standing behind him, you see her face expression. Like, wait a minute, hold up, you know. And I think that she would uh, approach things a little differently. I think more so in a manner, you know, hey, she got the intellect, but I think she would know how to approach it in a manner that back up. That's just me. That's that. I mean, I just think we need somebody with a whole lot more firepower um, in 2020. And that's period across the board. I mean, you all have any any suggestions? In all honesty, you know, we need somebody that's going to fight, but it's still really, really early. A little too early, in all honesty, to no, see not. exactly no, what's going on. You got, you got and, President, and here's, you here's got reason, President Trump that's campaigning right now. Right, but here's the reason so why I say this. So how are we going to say it's too early? You put a target in there that because, early. Because what I said earlier about us basically being so divided, the thing that could change this whole game is some type of national event that would happen. You heard the, the alarms going off on our cell phones. Yeah. Yes. If something really, really happens oh, in, yeah. this next, in the next year and a half, it will be the catalyst that will bring the nation together on a lot of different things and could see potentially a second term of Trump. Well, you know because what? Because all you of us what? fighting about each other you will start see bringing a, a lot of people and together. I, and I hate to say this. Yeah. You're going to see so, a so second term as it's stand right yeah. now yeah. Yeah. for yeah. the mere fact that he is campaigning It could be something that we, we start. He's it. already started. He's campaigning. Mississippi, West Virginia, he's campaigning constantly all the time. And the thing is, like you said, we don't read that NAFTA uh, um, agreement that it's not all it cracked up to be. Mm -hmm. I'll talk about that on next week. He, he made some changes to it, but it's not all it cracked up to be. And just like this FBI investigation, it's not cracked up. It's, it's not everything it cracked up to be. It's very limited. And he how, he knows how to use the media, how, how to promote it, make it, make it sound like he's all that. I'm That's sorry. why I'm saying it's not too, it's not too are, early for us to we, campaign. Are we forgetting the fact that it's not really him? Remember what happened while everybody's attention was focused on these hearings. They passed some tax cuts. 
Oh yeah. You know I mean? So oh, yeah. again, yeah. he doesn't know where where to go and say, "Oh, I need to talk to these people." Somebody else. But that's just they're it. They're trying to keep we. Style, that's that's just it. They are using him to get what they need to get done. Yes. That's why we cannot afford to have him in 2020. Yes. But the question is, who are we going to put up front that can beat him and go against the system? That's just it. That's the question. As of right now, you ain't got nobody. Well, look, yeah, I tell y'all what. As of right now, you have no one in the bank. Let's go ahead and just get gangster. There's no one in the bank. Snoop Dogg, okay? <laughs> go ahead, call Snoop Dogg. Sure. I will not. We're going to get somebody that's going to get real gangstified with all the dead dogs. I mean, that's all he is. He's a con man. Gangster, that's all yeah. he is. But I, I still say the the issues could truly, truly change to actually benefit him in this they next year are. and a half. They already are. Well, yeah. that's the same. That's thing. why he, he, he campaigns twenty four hours to, to make himself. Right. He's, remember, he's a he's a he's a TV producer. He's a reality show. He's a con man. Con, so well, he, I need to be visible in front a of the people who support me yeah. all the time. So you campaign, 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 like you're still running for office. So he campaigns for the. Almost two months, two years straight, almost. Right, he has to been. make his base continually keep the focus. That is genius, in focus. my opinion. That is genius. No. Keep the focus. focus. Like keeping him out of the real. It's still genius. It's, it's still genius. It's, 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 in, it's in still world, genius. In the world of marketing, right. it's branding. He's on a branding yes. campaign. That's genius. There you go. He's a well, let me ask this. You got to buy my product. I don't well, think it's a branding campaign. He's just in your face. Before we move to the next thing, do you all think Kavanaugh will be confirmed? Yes. No. Uh, I, I hope not. It, I'll it, be the it, one. I'll be the one on the fence because I'm. I'm. Well, I'm well, holding out I'm, for truth. Well, my thing is this: I'm holding out for the Democrats to make it known to the world as to what the FBI report was not, and and unless if they don't stop the um, the well, they the, don't. The Democrats don't hold the votes so though to stop no, the, the nomination. So, but I think the public, the public, well, the public, enough, the actions of the public, you don't the have pressure. Courageous Republicans to stop the nomination. Okay, Jeff Flake well, wasn't that's either, it. We'll come right back. Today's talk radio commentary with Scotty yeah. Reed is coming up. Marketing Incorporated. All rights reserved, views and comments expressed are not necessarily the views of the host and or the station.
former Chicago police officer Jason Van Dyke's murder trial is coming to a close as the defense team rests its case and closing arguments are said to be delivered on Thursday. Van Dyke stands accused of murdering Chicago teenager Laquan McDonald in 2014 in a most brutal fashion. Perhaps the most damaging evidence in the case was not presented by prosecutors but was seized upon when paid expert witness and police psychologists testifying for the defense revealed that before Van Dyke arrived on the scene, he had questioned his partner on why other officers hadn't shot McDonald after he popped their car tire and scratched a windshield. He told his partner, we're going to have to shoot the guy. Some say that the comment revealed premeditation to kill McDonald before arriving on the scene to assist officers already there and engaging with the teenager. Florida-based police psychologist Dr. Lawrence Miller paid up to $20,000 for a Skype interview of Van Dyke and a day of giving testimony, tried to paint a picture that Van Dyke perceived a threat and did as he was trained to do, eliminate that threat. Perception was a key part of Van Dyke's testimony who stated that although other officers did not perceive the same threat and therefore did not fire a single shot, and although the incident was captured by dash cam video showing McDonald's actions not matching up with Van Dyke's claims, Van Dyke still attempted to dispute the evidence by saying the video did not show his perspective. In his cross-examination of the psychologist, the prosecutor suggested that Van Dyke exaggerated the threat level posed by McDonald at the time, and Dr. Miller was asked whether police officers can often feel disrespected by someone on the street and lash out violently against them. Miller responded yes. Then, the prosecutor suggested that people, including police officers, may lie about about situations in order to make themselves look better or justify their actions. Dr. Miller conceded that people do both. People can lie and people do lie, Miller said. After closing arguments on Thursday, the case will then go to the jury for deliberations to render a verdict. This has been Scotty Reed of BTR News reporting. Support independent media today by giving a tax-deductible donation to the Black Talk Media Project, which has been providing public digital media since 2008. Are you searching for the best in online black radio? Then go to blacktalkradionetwork.com, helping you filter through the noise. Real talk. Black Talk. Have you checked out Tanya Free TV on Ustream? Watch our radio broadcast live and catch up on past video podcasts. Download the app or go to Ustream.tv to follow Tanya Free and friends. Stay in touch with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram or text the word Tanya to 63975. Join the conversation. Tanya Free and Friends. On air, online, on point. Sort of sporter, the new border. 
heavyweight lord of lovers. Brothers get respect because I give respect to brothers and others on the agenda. Try to remember, I can rock a party from September to September. Meaning all year round, I can throw down sound for sound round, for round, pound for pound. Now, I'm gonna take charge, deliver large. I'm my sauce, soft as the moth, soft as the barge. I'm a giant, a major, applying to the industry. They are the boys, and I am MC Heavy. Now I'm a flip, cause the flip is the trick. Later on, I'm a rip, cause the rip is legit. Now I'm a go up, show up, blow up, and make your hold up a sign. Same Heavy D's big time. Phone lines are open right now at area code 804-321-1010 in Central Virginia at 844-321-1010, coast to coast. Okay, just before going to the break, I raised the question as to whether or not we thought um, Kavanaugh would be confirmed. I want to read some of the responses from um, Facebook. Tony said, I really hope not, but these white men want to show they are in control. Mm. Um, Paul said, it depends on how dirty the Republicans play their game. Democrats play too nicely and don't stand up to the Republicans like they should. And that's something I said earlier, <laughs> that when we talk about the 2020 uh, presidential election, who are we going to bring forward that's going to be able to stand up to all this crazy rhetoric? You know? And that's why I said it's not too early for the, for the Democrats, because you know, you got uh, Trump campaigning every day, energizing his base. Yep. Um, Vernon said, yes, the Republicans have no shame. Um, Ray said, yes, politics in its entirety is corrupt. Clarence said, the monetary system is corrupt. Um, I don't know what the answer resource base to survive and progress. I don't know what that means. Um, Sheila said, of course he will. And the message is sent um, will be mis 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 Unmistakable, I'm sorry, but likely ignored as soon as the next, next things happen. Uh, Clinton said, Clifton said, um, what's going to stop him? When a president goes public to mark and ridicule a woman who has been tormented um, and says he's the man, what the man's life tatered as, as, as a result, yes, he's confirmed. God uh, help us. Um, Leander said, I hope not. But we'll know Republicans these days are running their party like a street gang. There's no right or wrong. There's only one side. That's why I said we need Snoop. A street gang. <laughs> Anthony said, sadly, un unless there are Republicans who will vote and will of the will of the people rather than party loyalties, he will be confirmed. Russ said, unfortunately, yes, he will be confirmed. The FBI investigation was just prolonged the, inve the inevitable. Nicole said, probably. But once the bus waves, once the blue waves arrives, we'll have the Senate packing too. Impeach Trump, impeach Kavanaugh, um, impose the SCOTUS terms limits. I agree with that. Can you um, can you impeach a Supreme Court justice? Yes. I'm not saying yes. you can't. I've, yes. I've just never. Yes, you can. Yes. In my, in my limited experience, I've never heard of such. I just didn't know. Yeah. The same guidelines uh, apply to uh, impeachment of a Supreme Court justice that the Congress uses 
should they ever have to impeach the president? For executive that's, powers. Exactly. That's, right. tough. Exactly. that's a tough fit then. So, so it would start yeah. in, in, in the House and it would have to go over to the Senate for okay. a vote. Well, and take it a step further, like uh, Nicole said, we need term limits on the Supreme Court. And I think also, too, as far as our congressmen. Absolutely. I mean, this and thing. then you wouldn't end up with a grassley and an orange hat. Right, mm -hmm. exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, and then we, I think you can hold, hold them accountable. 85, right? Do what? Mm -hmm. We're not going to get to work till we 85. They tried to make right. us work till we 85. <laughs> but <laughs> might need to. Yeah. Well, right. well, also, right. too, not, to. not only that. Yeah. The benefits and everything that they receive. Exactly. Yeah. You know, when you make something that look really good like that, and and they they getting paid, and a lot of them end up being millionaires. You do anything, you know, to just keep to that. keep your job, to right? To opposed to representing, right? Opposed to representing what you're there for. You're not going to do your job. You Where all that money? You're in office to gain favors. Okay, that's what they're in office to do. I thought they were in office to represent them, us. Yeah, but what really happens, because a, a buddy of mine, and, uh, his, one of his good friends is a actual uh, reporter on Capitol Hill for um, um, a legal magazine, and I talked to him while we were at a Redskin football game, and I asked him, I said, hey, what's it like being on Capitol Hill, you know, talking to all of these senators and congressmen? And he put his head down and shook his head, and he said, it's damn right criminal. He said, because all everybody's doing is just basically garnering favors from one another mm -hmm. in order to basically use those favors to get something back, which is usually a monetary kickback, kickback. To, if not directly to themselves, to someone in their district, which usually is family member, business partner, or something like but that. But that's our fault. That, that's really yeah. important, but I want to know who you were for at the Redskins game. Oh, Redskins. But that's that's yeah. our fault because we do not hold our politicians accountable. Boom. We don't. If so, if if they are not doing what it is that we want them to do, then we ought to kick them out of office. Well, and that doesn't that, happen. Well, that, the, the, the next piece that he did say once you brought that up was the folks who are really there to make a difference are usually only there for one term. Right. Okay. Because the rest of them will sell bandages yeah, and bullets. Mm -hmm. They'll put, a, put enough right. heat on them or they'll, they'll realize they're beating their head on a brick wall and they won't run again. Right. I, I will sell bandages and bullets. That's <laughs> the ones that are there. It's like, I don't care as long mm -hmm. as there's a war. Yeah. Right. I will sell the bullets that you will fight. I will sell bandages, whichever side. Patsy made a really good point. We should bombard the congressional <laughs> switchboards with our displeasures. And I, and I think this, this is key. This is basically what the two women that confronted Senator Flake did. And we are not going to make a difference unless we do this. You know, with, with everything that we're unhappy about, especially if they confirm Kavanaugh. We've got to do it. We, really, before that, we talk about um, Clara McCaskill, um, Collins, any and every woman, any woman that votes for his confirmation, they got to go. Did you want us to? to oh, let me let me finish more? these. Um, Clarence said, the "Position two, position two pardons Trump. Um, meditate on that." So that means, what is the position two? Is it a second person on on the Supreme Court? I don't know. I don't know what he means by that. Um, Rudolph said he shouldn't be because I think, in so many words, his job interview really suck. Um, Nathaniel said, <laughs> "I think so," since the Dems can't stop it. He did have a terrible, yes. he, he had a terrible job in yes. <laughs> uh, Pamela says, if it is based on the sexual assault allegations, he will be confirmed. If it is discovered that he lied to Congress, then that's another matter. Here's my theory. 
I think he is an alcoholic and may even be an AA. That can cause problems down the road. I think there's already a cover-up. That is why McConnell is trying to rush this matter through so swiftly. Timothy said, hell no. He will not and should not be confirmed, aside from the obvious reasons of unfitness, clear partisanship, and at least in Ford's case, unrepentant sexual predation and lying to Congress. Gamble versus United States is on a SCT docket this fall. Tina said, I really don't think so. However, that's my optimistic side. I tend to think with the ha glass half full, and thus administration. And this administration thinks with marbles. So, eek. <laughs> Will said, "I hope the hell not. If he was a black man, we would never have to answer this." Mm. Those are the doors. <laughs> Rovon, yes, the GOP in its current incarnation cares nothing about moral decency. Frida. Unfortunately, I think so. This administration continues to take, to make a mockery of this country. It seems that they have lost any sense of decorum. It appears that they support anything that lacks integrity. They make the rules, change the rules, and break them as if it's their agenda. Kavanaugh's behavior at the hearing showed that he is not emotionally fit to make any decisions at any level about anyone's life. That's mm -hmm. true. Stacy said, probably, and every one of those Republicans need to be voted out. Uh, Rovan again, I do think these most recent revelations about bar brawls and extreme drunkenness are a problem for him. I saw a letter he wrote where he clearly said he was an alcoholic, but high school is high school. If the FBI doesn't get anything since he's been grown, the GOP will confirm him. That's true. I agree with that. Mm -hmm. I agree yeah. with that. Yeah. Uh, this is from Ronald. I really don't think so. At this point, I just cannot see the Republicans that are undecided voting for him, especially the two women, Republican women. Ronald also um, indicated, I seriously hope not, why the other allegations are being ignored. Because that's what the Republicans want. They want them to be ignored. Thank you, ladies. I appreciate it. Um, where's the other comment by Elaine? Elaine. Okay, we got one more comment once it comes. Elaine said, Trump supporters are just like some of us following deadbeat ministers. And I said, <laughs> Elaine, I'm praying. I'm pr I really am because there are a lot of people who are disheartened and they say, if, even if I go to church and I can't find truth and morality and solace there, what, what, why? Why go? Why belong? Why believe? <clears throat> Elaine, I'm praying for you that you will understand that it's not about the man, it's about the message. When you read your Bible for yourself, then you will hearken unto the Lord's voice. It becomes clear to those of us who really love him. And that's what it takes. You can't follow the man. You've got to follow the message of God, the message of hope, which is confident expectation in future good. And know that mercy is the divine response to guilt. All right. Heard that. Are we going to take a jazz break?
St. Louis Blues by Herbie Hancock, sponsored by Hong Kong Taylors, Richmond, VA. Free and Friends Talk Show is sponsored in part by Hong Kong Custom Tailors is celebrating 50 years in Richmond. Visit their brand new expanded showroom, 1839 West Broad. Custom ready to measure suits for less than authorized suits at other retailers. Custom monograph shirts, pants, sports coats, overcoats, designer shoes, headwear, women's fashions, expert alterations, and more. All first time shoppers will get a 10% discount just by saying Tanya Free sent you. Hong Kong Custom Tailors, 1839 West Broad, 359 5441. 
Tanya Free and Friends like to welcome Waterfall Salon and Massage Med Spa as one of our newest sponsors with two locations in Richmond, Virginia. Give them a call at 804-644-4002 or visit them on the web at waterfallsalonandmassagemedspa.com. Tune into Just Jazz on Saturday nights from 9 until 11 p.m. right here on Tanya Free and Friends Radio Network. Join me, Ty Bailey, as I showcase the best in jazz, current releases, reissues, and selections from past great recordings. It's all right here on Tanya Free and Friends Radio Network at tanyafree.com. Just Jazz is also streamed 24 hours a day at tybailey.com. Sponsorship and advertising for the Tanya Free and Friends Talk Show and the Tanya Free and Friends Radio Network is provided by Freedom Marketing Incorporated, 844-321-1010, or email us at info at for more information. This is Tanya Free. TanyaFree.com is your destination for the best in social and political straight talk, breaking news, commentary, podcasts, music, and more. Stay in the know. Visit TanyaFree.com today. Conversation. Phone lines are open right now at area code 804-321-1010 in Central Virginia at 844-321-1010 coast to coast. Kanye, Kanye, Kanye. What do you say about Kanye? A lot. Today, he says he wants to end the rift between Colin Kaepernick and President Trump by setting up a meeting. Yesterday, while wearing a red Trump hat, he tweets he wants to abolish the 13th Amendment. You know, the one that ended slavery. 
That was after changing his name early Saturday to, I don't know if it's Yay or Yee, it's Y-E, I don't know what it is. And later that same night, giving several bizarre performances on Saturday Night Live. One, where he ranted about Trump and slavery and the media and plantations, to name a few. Chris Rock was in the audience. He recorded it and posted it on social media. A lot of people did. And so many times I talk to, like, a white person about this and I say, how could you like Trump? He's racist. Well, uh, if I was concerned about racism, I would have moved out of America a long time ago. You see, they laughing at me. You heard them, they scream at me. They bully me. They bullied me backstage. They said, don't go out there with that hat on. They bullied me backstage. I think the universe has balance. 90% of news are liberal. I am kind of free. I thought this country said I could be me. Okay, that was Kanye. I did not see it on um, SNL the oh. other night, and I was watching um, CNN, and when I heard that he wants to get rid of the 13th Amendment, and I'm like, does he have an agent to know what the 13th Amendment is? I think he's, and, and this is maybe just giving him a little bit of the benefit of the doubt, mm -hmm. because Kanye's, he's out there. But I think he's talking about from the perspective of um, it abolishes slavery unless you have been right, know, convicted of a crime. Right, the last portion of it. Right. The slave, the old, Scott, old Scott Reed talks code. about it all right. the time. So, so, and but that's so not this, what he this, said, though. Yeah, that's not what he said, but I, you know, I'm, just, I'm just hoping that he's, you know, he's not up on his terminology when Let's it comes say that's down what to he government. And he should have said we should amend the 13th right. Amendment. You should amend it and remove that particular segment portion of, from that's not, right. the right. amendment. But that's not what but he to said. Abolish it, you and, know, and the thing is yeah. this, being in the limelight like that, we, we talk, we'll go back to what you said, being informed, you gotta be careful and if you have someone saying. that, that yeah. doesn't know what the 13th Amendment is and they start to say stuff like that. Like and doesn't Twitter, he like have Twitter a college did. education? Yes, he does. And, and he you got, he, yeah, no, he and you got, he didn't finish he didn't it out, I don't think. Well, but, at least he's ten, he attended. But yes. you have agents and, and people around you, once again, you know, Talk about our president. There are a lot and of that people that don't have good people around them. No, a that's good people. people. That's good people. Remember, because yes, what does Kim, what does uh, what's Kim's mom's name? Doesn't she try to get press? Is he more in the press with this mess or not? That's what it's about. Ratings, mm. so somebody yes. will tune yes. in. Because to his the album is because his music is terrible now. Yes, yes. But he needs something because well, his music so is absolutely. This shocked. man clearly is having some issues. I, th I think you're right. He's broadening his base. I don't understand. No, to, to, to I don't think he so. hasn't I been right since his broad, mother passed. He's broadening right. his base to, to <laughs> those, that's it. No, he's broadening that's his base to those, those folks thing. in Mississippi that were at the rally. Man, they're buying some yeah, Kanye albums. Maybe. Buy the old ones. Let me do it. If you're going to buy Kanye with the album, buy the old ones. The new ones are not worth it. Buy the old stuff. still get paid. Why he's catering to that base? He's losing. The base that was with of him from course. the beginning. Yeah. The base that got him where he where, right. where he is or was. Well, what where, does, wherever. What does it mean for him to gain the whole world go, and lose his soul? Yeah. He's worried about that right now. He's worried about that right now. He's not worried about that, but it's clearly actively affecting him. Of course. The bereavement and not dealing with the issues of mm -hmm. bereavement. That is very, very serious and very, very clinical. But, you and, know, and that's why I'm like, we can't laugh yeah. because it's somebody else out there yeah. who's looking at saying, yeah, Kanye, you're right. And they're also 
if they standing in Burger King talking that talk, right? And we don't know him. Oh, this guy's always at Burger King. But when I'm just saying, Kanye you know, crazy. Really, this is something that we're dealing with. And the, the thing is, somebody 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 hasn't or Bad. someone isn't helping him. That's the sad part about it. Allowing allowing him to to get to this point, mm-hmm. you know, and you know, for him to think that now, if he is able to pull off. 45 and did he have any Hennessy Collins before he went on stage? and Kaepernick getting together. <laughs> that was the other. Did he have any Hennessy before he went on stage? Anybody in the green room? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. If he can get if he can get Kaepernick and Trump to a table to sit down, I don't know about y'all, but in some lights he's going to turn into the same thing that Dennis Rodman was when he took credit for putting. Uh, Kim Jong Un <laughs> and the President of the United States. Well, well, Rodman's actually getting some credit now because of yes. North and South Korea coming together and meeting. And, and that, that was highlighted left on CNN as well. Yeah, that that, that, that's not real. That's yeah. a whole bunch of shows. Yeah. Well, so, so it may, it may be so, but it, is, it happened. Kim went to help the woman. She said, I helped her get out of jail. Who's Kim? Right? Kim, his wife. His yeah. wife. Oh, okay. And so again, Alice, I can't think at, of her full name. Yes, I think her name is Alice. We're, we're back at that, at that piece of what's sensationalist, you know? Because see, I've had the career, and I've had the the sex tape, and I've had the babies, and I've had the twins, and I've had I've had it. I've I've had the the tragedy, and I've been robbed, and now I'm married to him, and now I've got to keep this going. If not, you will turn off your sets and look at something else. Right. And that cuts into the bottom line. So. Let me go to the phones right quick. Hey, Scotty, how are you, friend? Uh, I'm doing the best I can okay. as an abolitionist trying to abolish slavery through the 13th Amendment mm-hmm. that Kanye was talking about. But, um, yeah, I really, all the other stuff, I actually wrote an article, and our best way to describe that article was his SNL rant, where it was clearly just him repeating uh, right-wing talking points. He might have been reading them off of Candace Owens, the mm-hmm. uh, you know, because you know he said he likes the way way she thinks. And but here here's the thing: as an abolitionist, I'm seizing on the story about the Thirteenth Amendment. Uh, Don Lemon does, you know, there were several issues there, and you just rolled it all into one two-minute clip. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? With no real focus on the individual issues to analyze and see if he has a point. Um, but Kanye minutes later did say that I misspoke and I meant to amend the 13th Amendment. But even his first comment when he said abolish the 13th Amendment and get people out of prison and get them jobs, as an abolitionist, I knew what he meant. And I knew that, that he's talking about the exception clause. Yeah, he said it wrong. And um, but so anyway, he did. He did correct himself. He, yeah, that same day, and then he was even saying that he was applying somebody else's um, um, opinions because remember in his tweet. Well, for those that read the tweet, he said we apply everybody's views on on our platform. So for months behind the scene on Twitter and social media, I mean, it's public, it's in our Black Talk Radio Twitter timeline, but we have been lobbying Kim Kardashian and Kanye West Mm -hmm. um, to raise the issue of the 13th Amendment exception clause in, in the prison slavery. And so people are choosing to focus on him misspeaking instead of focusing on the issue of slavery, and that's because they're being guided 
bipartisanship through the media. So as an abolitionist, I'm not picking sides liberals versus conservatives. I choose to advance the message that slavery has never been abolished. It took on a new form. Um, we Some people call it prison slavery. That's what the prison slave uh, um, victims have said themselves. And and so I think it, it'll do us as a people most um, um, predominantly impacted by modern day slavery through mm-hmm. the prisons for us to focus on the positive of, or excuse me, not even focus on the positive, but focus on the 13th and the fact that slavery was never abolished. Right. I understand that. But the thing was that, you know, the media, if whatever, you know, Kanye was seeing on Saturday Night Live, like I said, I didn't see it, but I did see a clip of um, him on TMZ. I posted it it in my article on Black Talk Radio Network where I was saying that Kanye, uh, my title was Kanye says racism. If racism was a problem, he would have moved out of America a long time ago. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we get good Kanye, we get bad Kanye. Um, (laughs) And so I think that might have something to do with his medical issue. He has been clinically diagnosed as, um, uh, what, what's the uh, term for it? Bipolar. Bipolar, yes. thank you. Mm-hmm. And he, he perhaps maybe not want to admit any kind of weakness. Maybe he's viewing it as a weakness. But to treat bipolar, what they say how you treat it is regular medication and therapy. But instead, he's looking at it as a, a superpower and like maybe that's where his creativity yes. and on the music end is coming from. And you know they said I think it might have been Beethoven or Chopin or, but you know there have been some artists who've gone mad. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And he he has a, a diagnosed uh, as bipolar. He's not getting getting treatment. He actually so puts we get in the good Kanye too. and we get bad Kanye. But let's focus on the validity of the 13th Amendment, and he corrected himself. Now, even I'm, I'm seeing conservatives who had who would listen to new abolitionist radio, let's just say they listen to that, and they would, ne- they would never consider that, that coming out of my mouth that America never abolished slavery. But Kanye got 35 million plus followers on Twitter, then on Instagram, <laughs> and, and all of that. So now people are... are Taking a look at the 13th Amendment, we now know we're talking about the exception clause. Kanye said that this is slavery in secret and, and his other uh, tweets on the subject. So we should be rallying to to end slavery and be questioning um, our so-called you know elected leaders on that. And Colorado, last thing I'll leave y'all with, don't forget Colorado Amendment A will remove the uh, prison slavery exception clause from their state constitution. Oh, okay. Okay, well, that's good. Yeah, so that's on the ballot there. Okay. uh, Yeah, well, thank you. Thank you all. Y'all have a great day. Thank you, Scott. We appreciate it, friend. We'll take a break and be right back. Seems like yesterday we used to rock the show. I lace the track, you lock the flow. So far from hanging on the block the dough. Notorious, they got to know that. Life ain't always what it seemed to be. Words can't express what you mean to me. Even though you're gone, we still a team. Through your family, I'll fulfill your dreams. In the future, can't wait to see. If you open up the gates for me, reminisce sometime. The night they took my friend. Try to black it out, but it plays again. When it's real, feelings hard to conceal. Can't imagine all the pain I feel. Give anything to hear half your breath. I know you're still living your life after death. 
if I need to proceed, strength I need to believe. My thoughts big, I just can't define. Wish I could turn back the hands of time. Us in the six, shopping new clothes and kicks. You and me taking flicks, making hits, stages they receive you on. Still can't believe you're gone. Give anything to hear half your breath. I know you're still living your life after death. If you suffer from chronic pain and stress, then getting regular medical massage is essential. Medical massage practitioner Nasser Staples has over 20 years of experience. Waterfall Salon and Massage Med Spa is the only place to treat migraines, arthritis, sciatica, or neck and shoulder pain. They offer a variety of services with convenient locations on both sides of the river. Mention this ad and you get 10% off your first. Visit them on the web and Facebook. Call 804-644-4002. Waterfall Salon and Massage Med Spa. The Tanya Free and Friends Talk Show is sponsored in part by Furniture at the Venus. Hi, I'm Chocolate Chip, and your home is the place that says the most about who you are. Furniture at the Venus has a huge selection of styles that make a statement. Visit our showroom at 1420 Hall Street, Suite A, and check out our full line of dining room sets, living rooms, and bedroom sets, and more. Be sure to ask about our weekly Tanya Free and Friends specials on everything in the store, including king and queen mattresses, sets to fit any budget, with new arrivals daily, let Charles and Nancy Shaw show you their complete line of home furnishings and accessories. Give them a call at 804-232-3500. That's 804-232-3500. That's Furniture at the Venus, 1420 Hall Street, in the heart of Southside Richmond. the conversation. Phone lines are open right now at area code 804-321-1010 in Central Virginia and 844-321-1010 coast to coast. There are days, this is one of them, when you wonder what your role is in this country and what your future is in it. From my point of view, no label and no slogan and no party and no um, skin color and indeed no religion is more important than the human being. Well, when you were starting out as a writer, you were 
black, impoverished, homosexual. You must have said to yourself, gee, how disadvantaged can I get? Well, no, I thought I hit the jackpot. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> You think your pain and your heartbreak are unprecedented in the history of the world. But then you read. It was books that taught me that the things that tormented me the most were the very things that connected me with all the people who were alive or had ever been alive. I went to the 35th Street Library these three or four times a week. And I read everything there, I mean every single book in that library. In some blind and instinctive way, I knew that what was happening in those books was also happening all around me. And I was trying to make a connection between the books and the life I saw and the life I lived. I knew I was black, of course, but I also knew I was smart. I didn't know how I would use my mind, or even if I could, but that was the only thing I had to use. And I was going to get whatever I wanted that way, and I was going to get my revenge that way. So I watched school where I watched the streets, because part of the answer was there. Playwright, American novelist, James Baldwin. And going back and listening to um, Legends like that, you can, we can learn a whole lot, I mean an awful lot. And reading, we were talking about knowledge, reading, he, and when he was saying how he, you know, was an avid reader, that means a whole lot in this day and time, even more so. You know, you know I know people like to read on, you know, the phone, that sort of thing. I'm old school. I like a book. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, you can call me what you want, but I like reading a book. I, I really no. do. Sitting down, you know, and just have some quiet time. And I spend a lot of time now reading a whole lot of what's going on, you know, in Washington and that sort of thing. And you have to, you know, because the news is not giving it to you. You have to, I mean, I don't know about you all, but you, I have to read a whole lot of different sources yes. to try to get to the gist of whatever it is that's going on. You know, because if not, you miss it. It'll, it'll pass you by. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, um, one of the ways that we learn to express ourselves is by hearing the ideas of others. And we go, wow, there's a kindred spirit. There's someone who feels the way that I do about that particular issue or about something else. It helps us to rediscover new things in ourselves. Learn. It's a, it's a lost <clears throat> art. We're losing it. When we have, the first time I ever heard that there were graduates of college that said, oh, I never read an entire book the entire time I was there. I was like, you really paced and clicked your way all the way oh through a bachelor's degree? Oh, yes, this is real. Wow. This is real in this town. That's very so scary. So I'm concerned because suppose the instructions aren't there when you get ready to do this operation on me. I, I, <laughs> I need people, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All right. Who sure. are not trying to, we're moving towards telemedicine where a lot of people will receive their treatment and diagnosis at home. Yeah, technology, oh, what technology yeah, the, has can, done. But the, to, before I came here, we had our, our annual open enrollment meeting with our insurance provider, yes. and, and we want to talk about Teladoc. 
you FaceTime with your doctor. Yeah. He can see if oh, your nose yeah. is running, and you tell if he tell him you have a temperature, and he can diagnose your issue through through FaceTime and send in your prescription right away. Yes. Yes. You know, that's that was, happening. That, was today. that, that, was today. that happens right and, and, now. And going yes. back to what you were saying, as far as from the reading, what you have to realize the two sides of stories, okay? And the benefit of James Baldwin talking about how much he learned and how much it opened his right, mind. He read and he connected with so many different things. That's truth, and that's truth to power. But that is also a weapon. Yes. That's a weapon against those who are in power, mm, all right? right? And if you look at what Kanye said, which is really, really contradictory to this whole piece in itself, I have racism, if racism that bad, I'd have been left this country. James Baldwin left this country. Mm -hmm. He moved away. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay? And we've been blinded with all of the quote unquote freedoms that we had and the apathy that we've had because we thought we'd made it. And we no longer feel that there's racism as a whole. Mm. But that there is. is. That is to someone else's because it's, system, it's systematic. It's yeah. systematic. Yes. And, it, and nobody that is in power wants to hit the reset button because it's the only way it changes is to hit the reset button. Mm -hmm. You're right. You're We've right. talked about reparations. Is this our captain? Are you going to be the captain that starts the reparation movement? I had a conversation with a friend of mine, all right? This was a few years ago. And he was saying, when I brought up the white national agenda, he was saying, man, we need to come up with our own black national agenda. And we sat and we discussed it on how we could, you know, because we both were, you know, young men who grew up without having our fathers in our lives mm -hmm. coming up through most of our lives. And we were talking about, as fathers, think all the things that we have done with our children that's just basically trial and error. We had yes. no way, no blueprint in front of mm -hmm. us, like you're saying. The cut and paste we're going through college. When we cut but you and probably paste. had mom and dad, I mean mom and a village. Right. My, my, I go back to my grandmother, mm -hmm. my great-grandmother. Just like I used to tell people, you can say what you want about my mother, but you better not talk about my grandmother. <laughs> we're going to fight right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. And that's just the way I felt. Yes. And, and well, we were like, yeah, we can do the Black National Agenda. And my man was like, we got to do this. We gotta. He was really, really, I mean, he was just yes. so hyped about it. He was like, what do we have to lose? And I said, bro, our lives. I said, because if we push this thing the way it needs to be pushed, yeah. it's going to ruffle some serious feathers. Mm -hmm. We've had, we've well, had the you, Black National Movement. You can see Black Lives agenda. Matter. It's a prime yeah. example of that. Yeah. We've, had, yeah. we've had the Black Nationalist Movement. We've had, we, you have, but, had, but we becomes, have had unbelievable it becomes, leaders. It all becomes discredited or killed. Yes. We have had unbelievable leaders that said, look, we are not just going to make it. We're this close. And what happens? Yeah, but the thing is, Bang. we can't be afraid. Bang. And there are going to be some sacrifices Bang. and sort of thing, that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. But what Bang. do you do? How, how yeah. do you pave the way, not only for right now, but and, and, for and, our children? And, and, and what do we do? Just, just, just be afraid? Nope. There's, there's one way to do it, but you can't talk about it on, oh. on air. Okay. I mean, uh, we the revolution will not be televised. We get on Ferris wheels, and, and we do clinical trials. We do all kinds of things that may kill us. But... What is at the heart of the matter? I think you are the captain. I'll be a lieutenant. We'll get on the ground. We'll support you. You for president. <laughs> Nathan Thomas for president. We're going to put it out there. But look, I, look, yeah, I, I guess, I look, I guess for the morality, morality aspect of it, I'll have to say, if some bones come flying out my mouth, fine, right? Because <laughs> coming out of Trump's mouth and everybody else's, I should be okay, right? It's not the bones. Yeah. It's, it's not the bones. It's the people <laughs> who deny that there is a bone right. yeah. in that closet. That's true. That That's very have. true. It's, it, people will respect you if you tell them exactly who yeah. you are. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I, I feel that that's how it's been around this entire 
you know, panel today. Oh, yeah. You know, we we can keep it very real. 100. No, no question about that. Let me, let me go back and have you make an announcement. I screwed up and said you were having your Shades of Pink event last Saturday. Oh. But it is the 28th of October. October. I'm sorry. Yes, Go ahead. I yes. apologize to all my listeners for it's that. For so if they showed up, awareness. if they showed up last week, hey, put it on your calendar. Show up on the 28th of this month. <laughs> yes, it's on Sunday, and it's going to be at 4 p.m. And we're going to honor. Give them a date again. Yes, it's October the 28th. It's going to be at Rising Mount Zion Baptist Church, um, at 2705 on Hartman Street. All are welcome. Admission is completely free. And we have lots of goodies, not just goodies and, you know, snacks and things like that. They are gift cards and gift baskets. And we really want to honor the caregivers and survivors and talk a lot about awareness and about um, the, the steps of where we are now in this battle. Yes, that is very, very important. Right. So no please question come about that. Please yes, come and I'll announce it the next few uh, weeks as well, and I'll get it right. Okay, That's why <laughs> I was you. telling you to send me a reminder because I thought it was last Saturday. Oh. That's why I text you and say, hey, send me a reminder because I thought yes. it was last Last Saturday, so I had no a wrong. I had a wrong. Well, at least, you know, it's not past, so that time you can still coming, get there. So. Coming forward. Um, I'm going to talk about one other thing. This teacher, white teacher in New York, <laughs> recently was recently fired because she had her students uh, reenacting or acting, wanting them to feel what it would be like to be a slave. Mm. And she had them to come to the front of the classroom, get on the floor, and she walked on their back or stepped on the back <laughs> or however you want to call that. What? Now she is suing for um, reverse racism. Mm -hmm. Question, has she been black? Do you all think this would have been an issue? Has she been, been a has she been yeah. a black teacher and had the students to do this? Would this have been an issue? Had she been a black teacher, I don't even think that uh, she would have tried this. Yeah. I'm, I'm not. So I read your, the story, and I'm not even sure I understand what she was trying to accomplish with the students in trying to depict some. She wanted them. To, she wanted them to get to feel what it felt like to be a slave. Um, standing on someone's back, a child's back, that, that, I'm not sure that she even had the, yeah, I'm not sure <laughs> she even had the right concept. Therefore, I'm not sure an African-American teacher would have even thought to stand on anyone's back, black, white, whatever, to try right. to that, yeah, teach that, that, that was for a teaching moment when it comes now, to slavery. You, there, so first of all, this is a teacher, and this goes back to what we were saying, talking about earlier, uh, how you absorb and obtain knowledge, yes. okay? How you retain it and then give it back to others or share it out. And so it makes you wonder, depending on this lady's age, whether or not she was even knowledgeable enough about that period in history to be teaching it. I wonder, did okay. she get anybody stand on her back? But I, I don't I don't know that much about the story. That was a jam. I, I, I don't mean that I, was a jam. Anybody see that? I I, yeah, 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 but yeah. I'm just saying, uh, were there other were all of the children black? Or were there blacks and whites? From my understanding the, the, the students were black yeah, and the school the was eighty some percent eighty some percent African American or people children of color and it's like three percent that are white. Let me, let me put it out there. This lady, she lucky is somebody's parent didn't come to school exactly. and beat the brakes off of her. Right. Because I'm gonna tell you right now. That's an idea. Let it let it happen to little Moses and mine. I, I, <laughs> what? Wait, you she right is now? lucky. Quita could have been at that school to beat her within an inch of her life. But if you look at look at the school system 
in this day and age anyway. Um, I would look at it as it prob there probably were good intentions in what she was doing, but the execution of what she was doing was done all the wrong way. Um, I and, love and your optimism. I can't And the reason I say yeah. that is because it, the way things are from a racial situation now, especially when you're looking at inner city as far as inner city school systems and everything, you know, white teachers are being more and more trained to try to relate with the minorities that they're teaching. And, and, and that's why I said the good intention part, part of it. Well, Where, you know what? So, I, so, I but, they, but the thing is, it's just like, you know, you know, a white person trying to relate to black kids by, you know, listening to rap music and using, you know, metaphors from rap music, you know, with what they've got going on and doing it the wrong way. You see what I'm saying? And then those, those are the types of no. things. Well, let me, think, let me tell you why like, I don't buy well, it. I mean, no, this, 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 this is the reason. As I say, for instance, you know, if you, you know, I've seen like white people trying to relate to black people and they say the wrong type of slang for what they're trying to get across. Right. And then we as adults, we check them. But kids, kids are not going to say anything. But kids this are is a learning like institution. Well, that, her, her job is to teach. It's a learning institution. There are all kinds of ways to bring in bring an experience to a student of any age. I was, so a, I was a high school teacher. So that you can validate the learning There's experience. No way. How did you come up with this idea? There is no way right. she can even... Who was reading this lady's lesson plans? Somebody's got to sign off on this lesson plan in the office before she well, can get this thing plan, done. What's Who what's said it was okay for her to even conceive What's in writing is one thing, but she should have got fired for, for passing that <laughs> she off. She did. She did. She did. But no, no, no. The reason why I don't think, let, let me read this. This is what her attorney said. It's a scandal. There is blatant racism and reverse discrimination in the public schools of New York City. This is why white parents do not want to send their children there. Oh, now, to me, York? the way the way yeah. the attorney approached that and said that, to me, this sounds racist. It's no longer the blacks and minorities who are being discriminated against. It is discrimination against white teachers who are making a great sacrifice to be there. Oh, well, so. that, that statement is racist. Well, right. That's why I said, that's why I said to me. If this wasn't a learning moment, even though she said, um, she said the teacher claims that her June 9th lesson was a teachable moment, she told advantage. She took advantage of, she took advantage of after showing her students a five-minute clip from a five movie, minutes. Freedom. Five minutes, just five minutes. Right. Again, and so, so I'm so, saying, so she should know, get credit for Montessori going to go teach the savages. Of, that what she's saying. Of we're going to do it and 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 make you really feel it. Okay. Why so, not give them a book? Well, you Why not take give them, them down books into the coal mine and, and take them to the museum? Well, there, there, there that's are a my lot thing. That would have been a better approach. If she can't, if she because can't you articulate can't, you cannot make kids there are a thousand know what it feels like to be slave. You cannot, you cannot reenact that. To give you the, you can't. Oh my it's God, microwave society though. That so wasn't necessary. Trying to take the, you like you cannot reenact what it feels like to be a slave. And I mean, I'm a huge history buff. Yeah, me too. And I read it. I love it. I want to see it. I visualize it. And so, the, there are just so many dynamic ways to learn okay. history. Yeah. Okay. And to, we got to go, y'all. Oh. As always, so I thank God and my Lord and Savior Jesus it Christ for allowing us the opportunity to speak and hopefully heard. Thanks to our listening friends. Blessings to each and every one of you. And of course, thanks to Dolores, Reverend Fall, Nathan, Uncle Mo, Noah, Noah Sterling, and Mr. Free. I'm Tommy Free. Until next time, be free. And remember to live life with a purpose.
got to like the way I operate. I make miracles happen just for rapping. I'm so lyrically potent, and I'm floating and exploding on the scene. Mean, I got the potential to make it go then chill. I got the credentials that is the essential to make a rap and chill. Then you know I will fulfill. Make a couple of mil as I build the guild for all the rappers to skill and kill the weak rappers with no frill. Hang him in effigy as he's a sucker. Hang him to the left of me, cause my right hand man is my mic stand and the microphone that I own and my game plan is keep it at a steady pace. Ain't no reason to rush, it ain't no race. I'ma hit the top just when I wanna. And it's a matter of time and I'm gonna, cause I know winter. Go ahead, enter the classic Modi rap that sent you. Running around, holding your hand, asking your homeboy, yo man, you heard what he said? Another funky rhythm. Look at your man and give him a high five, cause I'm live, running around with him. Telling everybody hanging out on the block, it's time to wake up and check the clock. I go to work. I go to work. I go to work. Like an architect, I build a rhyme sometimes and climb so erect. Skyscrapers look like Adam's car. The Tanya Free and Friends Talk Show is a presentation of Freedom Marketing Incorporated. All rights reserved, views and comments expressed are not necessarily the views of the host and or this station.